Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Lin's head throbbed when he finally emerged from his trance. Judging by the light streaming through the window, he had tranced a lot longer than he usually did. Most of the time, he would grab the four hours that he strictly needed to get by on, but today... Today it had been eight hours, at least. That gave him the equivalent of a whole 16 hours of normal sleep. If life was fair, he wouldn't have been tired anymore. But if Lin had learnt anything in his 109 years of life, it was that nothing was fair. Caelan was still fast asleep next to him, but that was to be expected. Even if he hadn't exhausted himself the day before, the half-elf tended to sleep for at least 10 or 11 hours. Lin had thought he would understand it, hanging around him for an extended period of time, but still he didn't. The thought of that much sleep still left his head spinning. He tried to sit up, he really did, but his muscles protested. That was the problem with using potions to artificially make him stronger, or more flexible, or generally better at things he was bad at. The next day he paid the price, and it was usually a lot, lot worse than whatever he had gained from the drinking of the potion. That was why he didn't do it as often as he really wanted to. The pain after definitely wasn't worth it. He let his head fall back down onto the pillow, staring up at his ceiling. He could, theoretically, trance again. That could get rid of the thumping headache currently making its way through his skull. But no matter how much he tried, he couldn't concentrate on anything but the pain and... That really wasn't conducive to healthy meditation. So instead, he just lay there, letting his thoughts drift wherever they decided to go, sorting through the results he remembered from yesterday, adjusting his future plans in his head. He could do most of what he wanted to do from here, anyway. It wasn't as if he had ever strictly needed notes to keep his thoughts in order. He was most definitely grateful when Caelan woke up. No matter how much he told himself, he was using his time effectively. He had been around when Caelan had woken up before today, of course, but he was usually reading, or writing, or drawing, or something. Now he couldn't do any of that. He was trapped, staring at the ceiling, trying desperately to think of something to distract himself long enough. Maybe this was something that he would have to get better at going forward, if this was going to happen again keeping his mind occupied when he couldn't move. If he was honest, it would be more than helpful when Caelan fell asleep across his chest and pinned him down until he woke up. Caelan shifted under the blankets, turning around and letting his hand make its way across the bed to find Lynn lying next to him. 
It squirmed under the blankets until it found Lynn's chest, at which point it danced across his skin to lay heavily on his sternum. It was something that he did a lot, whenever he just woke up, the unconscious grabbing to try and find where Lynn had got to. The elf often wondered whether it was something that he did anyway, no matter where he woke up or who he woke up with. Another part wondered whether it was because of Lynn's tendency to wander about when he was bored in the middle of the night. Thinking about it, he couldn't really decide which one he preferred. Lynn still leant into the hand, though, letting Kaelin physically move across to rest his head on his chest and groan in that annoyed way he always did when he just woke up. Lynn never understood. If it was this painful to wake up, why didn't he just stay asleep until it wasn't? Morning, Kaelin moaned, opening his eyes to look at Lynn. Usually he would look back, but right now he struggled to move his head, and straining his eyes to look down was making him dizzy. Morning, Lynn replied with a smile, closing his eyes again to let them relax. How are you feeling? he asked, genuinely curious and wanting to make sure that he was okay. Like I got hit by a fucking train, came the response, and Lynn couldn't help but chuckle a little. He felt guilty, of course, but also had the slight idea that Kaelin might be exaggerating exactly how awful he felt. Wow, you're never going to want to work with me again, huh? Lynn teased, allowing the smallest laugh to escape his lips alongside it. Hopefully, if he was right, Kaelin wouldn't be too mad about it. And how are you feeling? Kaelin asked, and Lynn couldn't help but be surprised. He had actually remembered that he wasn't going to be feeling great this morning. Maybe he actually cared. Like I got hit by two trains, Lynn responded, copying the half-elf's cadence as he did. It's going to be a lounging around in bed day today. Kaelin frowned, pushing up onto his elbows to stare at him. You should sleep properly, he chastised, and Lynn couldn't help but flinch away. He'd always hated being told off for things, and being told off by Kaelin was somehow even worse. Made him feel... small. I'm fine, he responded, and okay, that made him feel even smaller. The whine that his voice took on was reminiscent of a small child. He hadn't intended it, of course, but that was how it had ended up. Sleeping makes it worse. When I trance, I can wake up and be back to normal in seconds. When I sleep, it takes me ages to actually wake up properly. Trust me, I've tried the both of them. Kaelin huffed, rolling off him and moving to sit up, and Lynn had to physically hold back the depressed noise that threatened to erupt from him at the lack of contact. Sleep is good for you, Kaelin added, frowning over at the elf as he sat up on the edge of the bed. It took all of Lynn's energy to turn over and look him in the eye. Not that he would ever admit that. Even my mom sleeps most of the time, and she's a full-blooded elf like you, so don't try pulling any of that it's-just-my-biology shit on me. It won't work. Lynn huffed, closing his eyes again and letting gravity pull him into the most comfortable position it could. He felt Kaelin stand up off the bed, moving around it to stand over him. Anyone else, and he would have been scared, 
would have felt the adrenaline rush through his veins as he tried to figure out just what he would do next. Instead, he felt a hand in his hair, pulling it back and off his face to make him more comfortable, without even having to ask for it. He opened one eye to see Kaylin lean down, pressing a quick kiss to his lips before standing up. Try to sleep, please. I'll go and get breakfast and a drink, but then you need to try and get some sleep. Lynn huffed again. Food and water sounded good, but he didn't want to risk falling asleep for it. Instead, he smiled, nodding a little, before closing his eyes again and wriggling to get comfortable. Alright, I'll try. But I can't promise anything. A century of habit doesn't change overnight, you know. There was no way of knowing how long Caelan had been downstairs, not without counting the seconds he had been gone, and he wasn't quite that bored just yet. Lynn closed his eyes, lying down, and he did try to sleep. He really did. But as soon as Caelan came back, Lynn was up again like nothing had ever happened. He knew exactly what had happened, and trying to fall asleep, he had actually ended up trancing. Turns out that the methods that most people told you to help you fall asleep also let you fall easily into a trance. That knowledge might come in handy later, maybe, but for now it just reminded him how he had already failed in his promise. Sorry, he heard Caelan whisper before sitting back on the bed with his back up against the headboard. Didn't mean to wake you up. Lynn shrugged, opening his eyes and looking over at him. He didn't want to admit that he was unable to really sit up. That would be far too embarrassing, and at least right now, Kaelin didn't appear to know just how tired he was. It's alright. Never actually slept. Tried to, I promise, but just didn't come. You know, technically I trance, so that was double the sleep. Kind of. It doesn't work like that, and you know it. He responded with a flat voice before reaching down and slowly dragging Lynn to sit up next to him. Lynn was more than a little grateful that he didn't mention anything about just how weak he was. Sure, you recuperate your mind, but your body doesn't fix itself up in the way that sleeping does. Lynn narrowed his eyes as Caelan turned to hand him some of the pastries that he had made the day before and a glass of water. Since when did you become an expert on our physiology? Lynn snapped before realising he was quite a bit more sarcastic than he intended to be. I'm not. Kaelin snapped back, narrowing his eyes at him again as he pulled a novel up onto his lap and opened it to where he had previously marked it with a bookmark. I just know how these things work. You forget my mom is an elf. Now eat up. Food might help you out. There was something in the way that he talked that made Lynn think that he was lying, but he didn't want to call him out on it. In addition to that, his stomach was all but grumbling and yeah, maybe food was a good idea. It was something that Lynn had never really experienced before. An easy day. A day where he didn't need to do or think about anything. He just lay down in bed, blankets up to his chin, just the way he liked it, as Caelan read to him from his book. Lynn had read it before, of course, but that was actually a good thing in this situation, as Caelan started halfway through. It was obvious that he was a performer at heart. He added life into the story as he read, and Lynn felt like he was experiencing the old tale for the very first time. He did voices, too, as he went along, and 
submerged Lin entirely into the universe that he was weaving. Lin was left wondering whether or not Kalen was adding a little magic into his performance, and not for the first time. True, magic tended to go wonky around Lin, but he frequently wondered if Kalen was casting on him without even realising. It was definitely a possibility. The half-elf brought him more food, too, in the middle of the day. Lin was more than a little grateful for it. He could just about struggle to sit up now, but nothing more than that. Kalen had, once again, just brought him leftovers, but he couldn't even begin to complain. This time it was a stew that he had made a day or two before, along with the remainder of yesterday's bread. For once, Lin was glad for his habit of cooking far too much food. Usually, the remainder would go to some of the homeless children who lived around the city, but he would have to make up with it with some more fresh food tomorrow. Kalen had stayed with him the entire day, apart from the one or two times he left to get more food and water. Not to mention he started to stretch and work out as much as he could in the middle of the room, apparently not concerned that Lin was watching him carefully and with incredible interest. He seemed to be working on his flexibility today, and Lin would have sworn he was actually just showing off on top of it. After his warm-up, he had been getting more and more impressive with his poses, moving very slowly as he did, and Lin didn't know if it was for an actual reason or just to make it look better. Towards the end, he stood up on his left tiptoes, leaning backwards until he was bent almost in half and grabbing his right ankle. He slowly started to stand up again, bringing his right leg with him until it was pointed straight up to the ceiling and he was in some sort of a vertical split. If Lynn was being honest, it gave him sympathy pains just watching it happen. After his workout, he had cooled down just as carefully as he had warmed up before coming back over to collapse on the bed next to Lynn and grin at him like the cat that got the cream. Hey, enjoy that? He asked with the biggest smirk across his face. Lynn leant forward, taking the side of his head in his hands gently and pulling him in for a kiss with the very last of the energy he still had. It looked every bit as magnificent as it did painful, he chuckled in response, feeling more than hearing Kaylin laugh against his skin. Maybe I should run some tests on you in that way, huh? Kalen pulled away slightly before tugging Lynn over to rest his head on his chest. This was one of Lynn's favourite places to be. Kalen was warm and the right mixture of hard muscles and a soft skin. He enjoyed the beat of his heart and the way it forced his ears to twitch in time and the methodical rhythm of his breathing. If Lynn were to sleep anywhere, it would most probably be here. You know, I've been thinking about your tests, Kalen finally responded. Not that Lin was really listening over the way the half-elf ran his fingers through his hair. And I think I have a way to improve them. Oh? Lin answered, unable to help the way his ear pricked up in curiosity and immediately poked Kalen in the jaw. That is, if you wouldn't be offended with me suggesting something to you. I know it's your job, after all, and it makes me seem like a bit of a prick if I come in and think I can do it so much better. Lin shook his head quickly, hoping he could reassure the man that he wasn't overstepping some non-existent line. No, no, he responded quickly. I'm always open for more ways to improve. You're coming at this from a completely different angle to me, and you're going to see things that I don't. 
I was just wondering, Kalen continued, and the way he seemed nervous about what he was about to say worried Lynn more than anything else. Well, I know from experience that fighting a real person is a world apart from fighting a dummy. It makes you want to push your magic further, harder, and well, I have a lot of spells that focus on twisting people's minds rather than physical damage. You can't twist the mind of an inanimate object. Lynn nodded along. It was an issue he had come up against in his tests many times before. He had observed the fighting pits to try and get data, but it was hard to get it from fights that he couldn't replicate over and over again. It was rare to see someone fight the same creature twice, if it had ever happened at all. I'm aware, it's just I obviously can't pit you against me, so... What about a one-person fight pit? Kaelin interrupted, making Lynn's ears flick in mild annoyance. You must have those, like, two people go in, one comes out. Lynn's ears dropped down so far that they were almost painful, and he hopes beyond hope that Kaelin either didn't notice or didn't know what it meant. Of course things like that existed. His sibling had fought in them frequently, and Lynn had even used some of the champions as test subjects in the past, and till they failed and became useless to him. There was one problem with the solo fighting pits, though. People fought to the death. His brain whirred as he tried to think of something to say, some excuse why he wasn't going to take up Kaelin's offer that was something other than, I can't bear to see you get hurt. It's hard to get reliable results, he ended up saying, hating the way that his voice cracked. Whoever the person is, they're an unknown entity to me. I would have to be able to test them, too, and it's incredibly hard to get people to agree to that. He could feel himself rambling, of course he could, but he couldn't stop now. And, you know, they very rarely let me get close to places like that. They tend not to like collateral damage, especially if that collateral damage is someone that people will look for if they suddenly disappear. There was nothing but silence from Kaelin for a good while, and Lynn had the worst fear that he had somehow fucked it all up. This was it. This was the coin that broke the dragon's back. Kaelin wouldn't trust him anymore, and he would leave, and Lynn would be alone again, and... How about your big fighting gym downstairs? Kaelin broke the silence, and along with it the bubble of anxiety that had built up around Lynn as he spoke. The gym hadn't been used in half a century, not since Lynn's sibling had moved out. His brother preferred tricks of the mind, like Kaelin, and Lynn had never really had any use for it, so he avoided it like the plague. All it seemed to bring for him were bad memories. What about it? he asked, finally mustering the strength to turn his head and look up at Kaelin, rather than down the length of his stomach. Why not find someone else who will have tests run on them, and we can hold our own fight pit here? Safer, more controlled, the half-elf clarified, and Lynn couldn't lie. It was a good idea. Plenty of health potions on hand, no rules that said you had to take your opponent's last breath. It could work, and Lynn had the perfect candidate already. Alright, he finally said, nodding along with his words. I will take you up on that. A small, independent, personal fight club. One of my old test subjects who I haven't seen in a while might do. They're... odd, sure, but they're amazing in the battlefield, and I trust them not to seriously hurt you. Kaelin seemed to hesitate for a moment, but Lynn didn't notice. 
His brain was already running away with him. I'll send word to them tomorrow. As soon as we're both recuperated, then the fight will start.